Hi everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Sex in the City season 5. Hi Nana, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. We are inching our way closer to summer, but it's not quite warm. We're still like in spring weather kinda over here, so I know it's not the same for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because you know I just spent just before we hit record complaining to you about how hot i am oh it's so hot here but it's to be expected but it is hotter than to be expected but yeah i would gladly gladly give you some of our heat so (sighs) so this week's episode is titled luck be an old lady um the summary of the episode is charlotte is turning 36 and feeling old Miranda is trying to get used to being a mom now postpartum. Um, Samantha finally breaks up with Richard. And Carrie is just trying to keep their friendship together. What do you think of the episode? I mostly enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it much better than last week's episode. What about you? I liked it. I feel like I sound like a broken record, but any episode that is the lady-centric, I enjoy it. So, yes. It was a good episode and it was kind of good seeing Carrie not being self-centered or selfish. (laughs) Uh, I'll have to disagree with you (laughs) because I still think she was self-centered in a lot of it. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the episode. We see Carrie sitting at a bar as she tells us that she's venturing out on her first blind date in a decade and how it's crucial to have the right attitude to one. A man walks by and she goes, Ted? And he says, sorry, not me. At breakfast the next morning, we find out that she got stood up and she tells the girls. She tells them that she was willing to lower herself and against her better judgments, agree to a blind date. Charlotte asks her if she's sure that she got stood up while Miranda says, God, she misses dating. Samantha says she shouldn't have gone on blind dates because they are beneath her. So I had a question. Again, this show is like 20-some-odd years ago. What do you think of blind dates? Are they desperate? <laughs> well, for then or for now? I guess in both scenarios, like, I don't know. I, I feel like things are very different now because the majority of people who date do so via online dating or via apps. That is, like, statistically the biggest way people meet romantic partners nowadays. and they're all going to be blind dates for your first dates, aren't they? Well, I don't the majority think so. of them. Because for blind dates, you literally don't know anything about them except their their names. But on apps, you most people have spoken through the apps. They've seen a picture. Mm-hmm. You can Google them. So it's not exactly blind. I don't know. I feel like I consider a blind date if you've never met someone, like ever. Um, and no. you'll be meeting them for the first time on the date because even when before apps were thing were a thing blind dates sometimes people had access to pictures someone might show you a picture of their friend it's like I'll set you up on a blind date if they did then it's not a blind date like uh, I'm literally looking up <laughs> I'm literally looking up the definition of a blind date right now and that's why it's called blind like you know nothing your friend tells you and you disagree with that so, I don't know. Yeah. I don't agree, though. I'm sorry. Like, on online dating, Tinder has a thing called blind date, where it's a new feature where you can see each other before you even see each other's profiles or anything. Mm-hmm. 
what, because what what's the mean, whole what concept? What do you mean by you see each other before you see each other's profile? Oh, it's a pro, it's a it's a feature called blind date, meaning that you can't see each other's profile at all before you meet up. Okay. So, so you're just matching with nothing. Like, what's the basis of matching then? I'm a okay. bit confused. It, oh, they pair people up. They oh, can so Tinder pairs people up. Yeah, because I'm saying like I I understand like your definition and that's fine. I'm just saying, like, but then what would be the difference between calling it a blind date versus a date, but we've just never met? Like, I, I think the key thing was the blind date where you don't know anything about them. Like, I feel like if I've been talking to someone on the phone that we've just been in different states and then we finally meet up and then we I can't in good faith call it a blind date versus someone who's just never met. And our friends set us up and are like, okay, I'll identify you. I'll be the blonde in the white shirt. I wouldn't exactly say it's the same thing because you, you could be comfortable with the person over the phone. Because there are people who are like, we just talk so much, so we're comfortable. But with the blind date, you're just really meeting and feeling each other out. Yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. I feel like talking on the phone is different, though, because you've kind of already started to, like, like talk, like you were saying. But I feel like if you've match with someone on an app and you set a time to meet and then you meet I don't know I would still consider that a blind date I really do but I feel like if you are like having regular but yeah it just I just I don't think we're gonna change each other's minds we just no I'm not trying to change I'm just trying to say like where I was coming from where it's just like if you've seen the person you're at least going on the attractiveness of like oh I've yeah, seen this yeah, person versus I've never seen this person before I guess the key word is like the whole blind date of what it was but um I guess you're saying well you didn't finish answering I guess no I was just (laughs) I was saying um damn I'm old it's like casting my mind back to the days before dating apps um would I think I I wouldn't say I would think it was a pathetic thing I don't know or maybe just because I was way younger so I didn't hear about them as often I feel like it's hard for me to judge. What about you? Um, I didn't think they were desperate. More like I thought it was just a silly concept. Mm. Like, it's just I already didn't think, like, dating was fun. And I don't understand why you would go meet up unless there are people who find it fun. So I'm speaking through my lens. I don't understand why you would just go on a date with someone you know nothing, absolutely nothing about. Because, again, that's my definition of blind date. So mm-hmm. I just thought... The concept was silly, but would I have thought it was desperate? I have an inkling that I probably will. When online dating and matching and everything came out, I I was one of the few who thought, well, I don't know if I was one of the few, but I was one of the people who thought like, oh my God, it is so desperate. But in retrospect, like now, if that happened now, I do think it's kind of, I still think it's silly, but I still think it's like fun, like something to try out and cross off your list. Like, just the concept of meeting someone that you don't know anything about, that it's based on what your friends think you might like, because I'm hoping it's a friend that knows you, that sets you up, and just seeing, you know, it kind of gives, like, what, how your friends see you, and just seeing, like, how it plays out or whatever. But I only asked the question because, honestly, they were very strong about the sentiment that it was desperate, because Carrie said, I went beneath myself, I lowered myself. Samantha's like it's beneath you and everything. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that, that's interesting actually. I I don't know. 
man, I really. I think yeah. it's the concept of you're not able to pull a man yourself that you need help. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But mm, yeah, yeah, okay. Because I was also trying to think. I think initially I also was not a fan of app dating at all. I just thought it was weird. And honestly, I do low-key sometimes still think it's weird because it's people shopping. And I feel like people get accustomed to just swiping, swiping. And these are like human beings. And then even though it's like it does, there's a lot about it, obviously, that does take a lot of the hard work, I should say, out of dating. But as a concept, I do low-key still think it's a bit strange, even though it's far more common. Yeah. And how just... most people date. But yeah, I do still think it's a really weird way <laughs> to meet people, <laughs> if I think about it a bit too hard. But with the blind dating, did I, would I have thought it was pathetic? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Unless it's like... I don't know. I feel like in my head I'm mixing it up with like movie cliches as well. You know, someone who's been in a relationship forever or just got out of a marriage. So their friend is like, we're going to get you back out there, you know? Yeah. Then I wouldn't have thought it was pathetic in that aspect. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I know what I'm talking about. I'm all over <laughs> the place. But yeah, those, those are my opinions on it. I have to be honest. Yeah. I have to say that app dating is a life experience that I... I don't know, missed out on how I don't have. I've I've never been on a date through an app or mm-hmm. anything through that. So I've um, been on a few and I've actually all been like pretty not all, the majority I say pretty decent first dates. Like the first three dates I ever went on an actually I'll say first four, they were all like really excellent dates, like surprisingly so. It shocked me. <laughs> and I think it just set me up for, yeah, high expectations. But, yeah, it's just, it's, it is a weird concept because a first date is always going to be daunting, isn't it? So, and yeah. then even weirder if you've never seen the person in real life. Mm-hmm. So Charlotte says it's not true. And she knows most couples who got together through blind dates. Carrie tells her to stop. And says blind dates are like job interviews with cocktails and she's done. I don't, maybe you know what that means. I don't know what that means. No, I think, you know how we've always said sometimes we have lines that make absolutely no sense if you think about it too hard. But it sounds good. So I just let them cook. (laughs) Yeah, because even if she's trying to say like it's a job interview with date, like that's any date. So why just relegate that to blind date? Make no sense. It makes no sense to nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Carrie, Carrie says, why should she risk having a god-awful evening when she's guaranteed to have a fun evening with them? Samantha says, that's cute, but she's never going to fuck her. So Charlotte tells her that she has to keep trying and she has to take risks so she doesn't end up an old maid. Miranda asks, like, why are women stuck with old maid and spinster, but men get to be bachelors and playboys? And 100% facts, the same thing with cat lady, bag lady. I don't, there's no cat man or... Cat gentlemen, mm-hmm. but this world is Yep. So Carrie says, anyway, she's done talking about it. New topic, and it's Charlotte's 36th birthday. They should all take back Manhattan Saturday night. And Charlotte said she's thought about it and she's sticking with 35. And this was very hilarious to me because she said it like when you declare I'm giving up alcohol or something. She's like I'm just gonna stick to 35 and that's like something she can control when it's not 
So <laughs> she was. You know what? Cold. I was actually gonna ask you. Don't you think it was kind of a thing when we were younger? Women lying about their age. I feel like it's not as much of a thing anymore. But I feel like I women really it's, did it's, lie about their age as soon as they hit thirty. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's still a thing, but because we're now in that age bracket where people lie, so we don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe. And uh, also, like they say, you know, people always shift the goalposts, like, 40 yeah. when you 30, you know. And it's true, like, people are, women aren't being made, well, let me not get into sexist politics, but it's not as bad as it used to be, but you were literally expected to disappear after you hit 30, and I actually remember that clearly. Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger so it's not as bad it's bad but it's not as bad so maybe that's why yeah so Miranda quips like why is she sticking with 35 because it was such a good year and that was funny too because that was the whole thing with her husband she says she doesn't feel and look 36 and she's not where she thought she would be and men are much more interested in meeting 35 year olds instead Miranda said, um, they all turned 36 and it's her turn and she has to face it like a big girl. And it just made me wonder, not wonder. I just remembered Carrie's 35th birthday where no one showed up. And I'm like, oh, I guess they just skipped her 36. I guess they don't celebrate every year yeah. on the show. So Miranda says she can't make it because it's the baby nurse's last day. And Samantha says Richard is taking her to Atlantic City. And I thought I found this to be so odd because I just feel they would never do that for Carrie. But then I just mentioned that they didn't show up for her birthday. So, <laughs> yeah. And also, sorry, but I thought this scene was probably the most realistic scene I've ever seen on Sex and the City. I know it's a running joke nowadays when people are like, oh, Sex and the City is the most unrealistic show because they had four women in their 30s having time to meet up every day for brunch. And we all know how damn near impossible it is to see your friends regularly in adulthood, especially when people have stuff going on, children, husbands, work, Mm -hmm. you know. So I generally thought, yes, this is real life. (laughs) People have stuff going on. Last minute plans for Atlantic City, there would be issues with that, likely. So I don't know, I like to see it. Okay, I didn't think it was realistic because, one, they weren't going to Atlantic City yet. They were just meeting up in Manhattan, which is where mm-hmm. in their zip code where they were. And it was their close friend's birthday. So I, I just, it's the same thing every year. It's the same date every year. They know when it is. And I, that part I didn't think was realistic, actually. I just, I don't know. It's a big occasion. It's not an everyday. They could have made time or they could have brought it up before it was said. I don't know. Um, yeah, but also she's turning 36. It's not a landmark birthday. But I would it would have made sense for them to have made plans prior, I've, like you were saying, not that close to a birthday. But to me, it seemed realistic. Um, yeah, and then for me, landmark or not, I always do something for my birthday. So, okay. and if I had friends, yeah, when I have friends, it's like my friends that live in the same whatever with me were with each other every birthday. so i don't know if they're meeting for brunch every day someone should have said something like they couldn't do it but i don't know i thought it was odd just the way they turned it down not oh i'll try and see if i can or just no i'm not gonna do it i'm like okay and then samantha is going with richard to atlantic city it was just i don't know i don't it it just seemed out of character so carrie says are you telling me the four of us can't get together to celebrate charlotte's 34 birthday this is bullshit and they just end the scene and i'm like okay 
So Carrie's trying so hard to get them together. She's still making phone calls. And she ends up um, talking to Samantha. And Richard is there. And Richard just invites them to join them on the private jet to Atlantic City. So that's what they decide to do for the birthday. Carrie goes to pick Miranda up. And she says, I'm sorry, I can't go. And Carrie looks devastated. She says she's not just ready. She's not ready to be separated from the baby. And then Miranda says, just kidding. And I thought that was funny, too. Because that yeah, it made me laugh. As they're about to leave, the doorbell rings. And it's Steve saying that he doesn't think he can do it. He's afraid that he's going to break him. Steve comes into the house and is like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And Nana, I felt rage. Rage from oh! the tips of my toes to the tips of my hair. Because the whole women are supposed to just know how to do this. This is his own child. Like, you figure it out and you let this woman have a break. Like, Monday to Friday, she has the baby. For the most part, she's paying for everything and doing, you know, the baby nurse and figuring out her job. You have two days and you can't figure it out. I just thought this was the most selfish thing Steve has done. I have nothing to add. You literally said everything I was going to say. Like, yeah. Like, my head even feels hot now thinking about it. I was so pissed. And also part of the reason why I'm not, like, enamoured with Steve. Like, he's a good character, but, like, what the fuck? You're both newborn parents. How Miranda knows and you don't, you don't think she's scared? She's also going to kill the baby? If you don't get out my face with that bullshit. I'd have literally closed the door on him. Like, are you dumb? You beg me <laughs> to be included in your child's life. And this is the, the, the first weekend I let you look after him so I can hang out with my friends and feel like a human being. You're showing up to my door with this nonsense. If you don't get out of my face, you better go call your mom, who's so interested in seeing her grandchild. If you're exactly. scared, she can give you tips. Get out my face. I would have closed the door on him. Like, no. Either that or you're, you're going to find it real hard to see your child in the future. So, yeah. That's the part I didn't get. Like, your mom is so willing to. Why can't you just... The fact that you knew that you were ruining Miranda's weekend and her first night off, and... I don't get it. I just... I feel so irritated again. But, yeah. (laughs) So, Miranda tells Carrie, like, to go so she doesn't miss the plane. And Carrie says, no way. The four of them are going to Atlantic City this weekend. So, they'll figure something out. Charlotte gets on the jet and catches Richard and Samantha making out. And Samantha tells her, like, oh, the ladies are not here. They had some kind of issue, something with the baby, blah, blah, blah. And they'll meet them down there. So, I don't know. Samantha is still not used to this baby. I don't think she's ever going to get used to the baby. (laughs) She's still annoyed by it. So, Charlotte says, "Um, it's just the three of us. Um, There's a wrapped gift on the seat that Charlotte thinks is hers. But it's a pearl thong that Richard had bought for Samantha. He tells her that if she's good, he will give her a pearl necklace for her neck. And when Charlotte was like, oh, I used to wear pearls when I was younger. And Samantha is like, um, sorry, it's the other kind of pearl necklace. Have you heard of this before? Yes. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Really? Happy? <laughs> I'm actually so shocked. I'm so sorry. But yeah, no, no I have heard. Yeah, definitely. I've heard never it. heard of it before. And I, I didn't know, I didn't know what it was. I was just trying to figure out. I was like, how did we end up? I mean, by deduction of what it is, how did we end up by calling it a pearl necklace? I just, oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I've definitely heard of that. <laughs> but yeah, the look on her face cracked me up. 
And also, I feel her. That would have been my deal of hell. Being on a private plane with those two. I'm like, oh, get me off. <laughs> Especially when you're expecting other people there as a buffer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they're just there making out. And then she brings out her knitting and says she took up knitting and just, you know, endures for the rest of the flight. The flight shouldn't really be long. Atlantic City is in Jersey, which is like yeah. just down the street. So, yeah. Um, we caught to Miranda scolding Steve, rightfully so, and Carrie just interrupting and saying that Magda has agreed to help Steve with the baby. Miranda says, no, it's not her job, rightfully so again. And then Carrie tells her, like, she's begging her to throw some money at the problem so they can hit the road. And the next thing we see is them on a bus to Atlantic City. And we see all the old ladies. So as I mentioned at the top of the episode, at this point... I had a note to say I have to commend Carrie for going through all this to get Miranda there. But I think you did you want to mention later why you thought it was still selfish kind of or. Yeah, I feel like none of this is because she wants them to go out and have fun. It's because she doesn't want to feel like alone because the episode starts with her being stood up for a date because she's trying to dip her toe back in the dating waters. It's not going well. So she defaults to being comfortable with her friends but unfortunately her friends have also moved on and have far more important things taken up their lives than to obsess about her dating life so I genuinely feel like this is yet another way to center herself I'm so sorry okay yeah so she asked Miranda if she thinks that they'll still be friends when they're old and Miranda says sure and I smiled because I just had a thought of and just like that and they're 55 <laughs> and still friends minus one, which is fair, which is a good scorecard. Mm-hmm. So she asked Miranda what she means by sure. Miranda really isn't interested in this conversation. She just wants to read her New Yorker. But Carrie is clearly bothered and says friendships don't magically last for 40 years. You have to invest in them. Agreed. I agree with her <laughs> on that. So she says it's important for them to have an emotional retirement plan. And as you can see, at the end of the line, it's just going to be them riding a bus with all the old ladies that were in the bus, is what she was referring to. So Carrie has a wistful look on her face, but then they head off to Atlantic City. They all finally arrive there, and they're headed to the casino at nighttime. And as always, as the four of them strut into the casino, they are all dressed for different occasions. I just wasn't (laughs) sure why Charlotte was dressed for work. Thank you, Tate. Even for work, I thought it was extreme. Guys, though, like, I get what they were doing, but sometimes I'm like, you people really treat your audience like they're stupid. But she had it right up to her chin, and it was white and ruffled and buttered. I was like, what is this? Yes. With a bow. So, anyways. And we see Charlotte dress way nicer, walking down the street in Manhattan. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah, this is the best you could do, but okay. Yeah. We're not even going to talk about Miranda because I know that there are things that you can wear postpartum, but she looked like she was headed to the groceries. I think at some point they had this woman tying a scarf around her neck. Like, anyways. She looks like some leggings on a cardigan, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they all try to separate, um, try to do different things. But Carrie's like, nope, I'm I'm treating you all to dinner and we're hanging out tonight. So Miranda gives Charlotte a gag gift of an old maid card game, and Charlotte is not amused, but the rest of the ladies are, and they laugh. Richard comes by and asks Samantha if she'd like to join him for his poker game, and she says no, she's just going to spend the night with the girls. And she's like, okay, 
A woman named Denise comes by and welcomes Richard by name and is being all sultry and whatever. Samantha is threatened and doesn't say anything, but just makes comments. Carrie is proposing a toast to the four of them. And in the middle of the toast, Samantha announces, I think I'm going to join Richard. I thought that was so rude. Like, you could have just waited and then just gone. But, you know, Samantha is not acting like herself with this jealousy, so... A photographer comes by to take their photo, but Carrie says no, since it's not the four of them. They go gamble, and Miranda is way into it. They're trying to get Miranda out, but she doesn't want to. Charlotte complains that they've been here half an hour, and no one has offered them to buy drinks. Carrie says, sweetie, because they're free. But, girl, I get Charlotte's point. Back in the day, I would just stand by the bar just to get free drinks. I was broke, I was whatever, and I would get free drinks. But as you get older, you get to a certain age and you just, I'm not speaking for everyone. If you're like a hottie, make hottie, good for you. But I got to a certain age and I could just feel the drop in admiring glances when I walked into places. Like I knew before I would walk into places. I could feel the eyes or the things or the whatever. But now I don't even know if (laughs) you can feel the breeze when I walk by. (laughs) I'm laughing. Because yesterday I was out and I didn't have a mask on. And I actually had, like, I had a full face of makeup on probably for the first time all year. And I was like, oh, I've forgotten, like, oh, men do actually look at me. It's been, like, almost three years hidden behind a mask. There's no one looking at me. And you're like, oh, that's how it feels like. But, yeah, I get it. it. It's kind of not, like, disappointing, but I guess low-key disappointing, you know? Well, I when mean, people stop buying you drinks. There are people with your your audience. Like, what I'm referring to is not about masks or anything. This is pretty Yeah, but I I was just saying I get it. Like, when people stop considering you altogether. That's what you mean, right? Because Yeah, but I thought you were saying you got glances. Like, you were looking... Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, that's... I remember that's how I felt. You know, when we had to, like, all wear masks, like, behind the mask for years... And you do like, oh, I'm like completely invisible now. And I guess that's what I was saying. It feels like when you age out. It happens as well, like with age. But I was just, that's the example that came to mind quickest. Okay. It's like you're just invisible. It's the same way, like you're saying, like you get to a certain age, like people aren't checking for you like that anymore. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm, I, I'm trying to equate it because I'm like, at least with masks, you know, like you're wearing a mask, they can't see you or they can't whatever. This is like, and there's a temporary, so you take off your mask and it's there. But this is like no mask, no nothing, like there's yeah. no end date of that. So that's why I'm trying to see how it equates because you know that there's a reason. But this is just a general, you know, and again, I'm not speaking for everyone. Like, like I said, two camps of stuff. But it's just you get to feel your age or feel whatever it is when your desirability drops. Again, so people don't feel that, but that was, you know, why I understood where Charlotte was coming from. So some guy asked Carrie to blow in his dice for luck. And Carrie says, nope, let Charlotte do it. And the man's friend says, no, get the hot one to do it. So backing up to the things, there's just times like, again, you're in a group, you just kind of feel like the desirability has gone down or whatever. That's. I was feeling where Charlotte was coming from the entire time. I know some people might think that she was being bratty, but some people take birthdays really hard. So she was already having a hard time, you know, with birthdays, feeling older, feeling like everything with her marriage. Again, she's still reeling from everything from the after effects of something that she'd wanted 
for so long. And I think you've mentioned this before where people take Charlotte, maybe, well, they, the group I mean, sometimes like for all that Carrie always whines about, they still kind of take it seriously. But like when Charlotte talks about stuff, they kind of just blow it off like it's just mm-hmm. not a thing and don't give her as much grace, I guess. Yep. Which is what I said, like, remember I said, like, I've really come around on Charlotte. I think we both said it, actually. Like, by hook or crook, she sticks to her guns. She sticks up for what she believes in, even if they're not your cup of tea. Yeah. And maybe she's had to do that because her friends don't take her seriously, (laughs) you know? So she's had to take herself seriously. Yeah, but you're right. Because, I mean, Carrie went through the whole thing with Big and everyone was all over her. Like, she went through, like, a divorce... Yeah. That she didn't necessarily want to. She wanted a child and it was something she wanted and all that. And yeah. there was so much up and down. So you got to imagine how she's feeling with her birthday, yeah. which is why the whole not wanting to spend her birthday with her. And then your friend just declared, like, I'm sticking to 35. That came from somewhere. Yeah. And she's had a really tough better. year. She's had yeah. a really tough year. So, it's kind of shook everything she's always believed in and was working for. She must be going through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, the man wins, and he tells her, like, I won 12 grand because of you, and gives her a $1,000 chip. She's like, she can't accept it. Not quite sure why she couldn't. It was a thousand. Oh, like, are you dizzy? If you don't take <laughs> it and go, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Miranda decides to turn in for the night while Charlotte was fuming for not being the hot one. Um, Carrie says that people, she's in bed now, people go to casinos for the same reason as blind dates, to hit the jackpot. If we know the house always wins, why gamble? Uh, I mean, it's not, I'm trying to say, what did you think of the statement? Let me start with you first, I guess. I have nothing to say. (laughs) It's not as bad as the other ones. Like, I get it. It's the, if we know the house always wins, why gamble? That kind of threw me off because I get it for casinos, but in real life, the house doesn't always win. There are people who actually find love and there are people that don't. So mm-hmm. that threw me off. It's nonsense lines again. I'm so sorry. It's like where it's almost getting somewhere and then it just doesn't. But I feel like I'm used to it now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, to answer a question, I mean, great risk, great reward. I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't. You just got to keep trying and it all depends on what you want. If you know you're okay, like you don't, find a partner and you're by yourself and your friends are okay for you, then just don't do it. You don't have to. But if you know that you want to, you kind of have to play the game and see if you hit the jackpot. So if I'm just playing along with the questions, I guess. So Samantha is dressing up and Richard is wearing her necklace for her and she's heading out to my notes have work because I don't know where she was going dressed like she was going to work. Yeah, the fashions have been hmm, very hit and miss, I'll say, this season so far. Just in general. I don't know what is going on. <laughs> I don't even know where she was going. They were on vacation. Yeah. I just, <laughs> and it's the weekend. So <laughs> Very interesting. So a maid comes in, looking very much not like a maid, maybe like a porn maid or something, and calling Richard by his first name. Samantha shows her out the door. And Richard tells her, like, you're not really jealous of a cleaning lady, are you? And she's like, no. She just finds it impressive that he knows the names of every employee and their cup size. And he says, but I know the names of the male ones, too. And it doesn't mean he's going to sleep with them. 
And then Samantha decides to give Richard a blowjob. I'm like, this is exhausting. Like, just I can't wait for these me to never see this man again. Like, <laughs> I hate her storyline with them. I can't believe how long they've dragged it. I just hate everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so Charlotte wakes up. It's her actual birthday. Looks at herself in the mirror, and then she feels sad. So Carrie and Miranda are waiting for the rest of them at the slots, and Samantha shows up saying she's sorry she's late. She's been fucking Richard for the last three hours. And then Carrie's like, is he okay? And she says it was defensive fucking, which was so hilarious to me. Because they're a cheap-looking horse flying at him from every direction. And I'm disappointed no one said anything. Like, no one has said anything to to um, Samantha about her ridiculous behavior all weekend. Like, Yep. Don't you see this is out of character for your friend? Like, be honest with her and call her out. But I guess Give us an all weekend. She's been doing this for half a season. Like, get a grip. And she'll well, be the first to call them out on it. <laughs> well, they called her out. But they called her out. Remember the whole when he was trying to get her back. Yes, back yes. And they did call yes. her out. So that part I was like, yeah. okay, fine. You can't get her in her case all the time. But now that you're back together, you chose to get back together. And this weekend has just been ridiculous. It is someone's birthday, too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just rude. So, um, so they all have a look on their faces and then they all turn to see Charlotte slow-moing in, in a halter, v-neck, short, hot pink dress and fluffed out hair. And Miranda asks if Charlotte is in there and Carrie says, no, but Harlotte is. Was that offensive? A little bit. I feel a little bit. And also... And I like, yeah, this is Charlotte being overtly sexy. But I've seen her dressed up sexy before. In like low cut, low back cut dresses. Like, I didn't think it was that shocking. The only thing to me that was drastically different was her makeup, which I hated. So I've seen her sexy, but not in this way. This was like, is it like more cheap material? Like she like You're right. It was more tacky. Yeah, I am distinctively remembering her at that wedding where she slept with that guy and she was dressed low back and everything or whatever. It was still like classy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But this was like trying too hard. <laughs> she fit right in there. Yeah. It's <laughs> Atlantic City. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she said she didn't like what she packed, so she picked up things from the gift shop. Samantha is still bitching about Richard and is uncomfortable because she's still wearing the pearl thong, which is just dumb. Why would you wear that on a regular day? Thank you. <laughs> all day. So Miranda bets it all and was like, you have to play big to win big. And she loses. And then she says, Carrie, you need to give you a chip. Carrie's like, no, like they've lost enough and they should leave. But before they leave, she tries to get the dealer to take their picture. Some random guy tells them that this is not Disney, and if she's not playing, they need to move, and Red needs to move her fat ass. And Samantha and Carrie just saw Red, and these are some of the moments I like. I just like when they stand up for each other. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Carrie was like, what did you say? And Samantha's like, who do you think you're talking to? And Miranda's like, it's okay, guys. Let's just go. Let's just go. Charlotte steps in and is like, her ass isn't normally this big. And Miranda says, thank you. I almost forgot. I just had a baby. And Samantha says, what's your excuse? Because he has like a pup belly or whatever. And Carrie adds, are you having triplets? The crowd applauds and they walk off. But I think the comment gets to Miranda. I mean, she's a human being and she's postpartum. And she tells him that she's tired and she's heading upstairs. And as she's walking away, we see her trying to cover her ass with her sweater. 
And it was just a little sad. Like, I mean, just you don't say that. I mean, granted, yeah. he didn't just had a baby, but you, shouldn't, you don't say that to anybody. People are really cruel. So, yeah, strangers are complete assholes. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, like you said, I really, really, really like that scene, too. Yeah. So, Carrie tries to keep her and was like, you can have the chip, you can have that. And Samantha's like, Richard is calling. And Richard called to tell Samantha that he had a conference call so she can go with the girls to the fight. But Samantha's convinced that it's a lie and that he's cheating and marches off to catch him. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was a lie, too. So, (laughs) (laughs) this crazy lady climbs all of the stairs because the elevator wasn't there. I was like, what are you going to do within the five minutes the elevator is going to come back down? But the pearl thong starts chafing her and then she takes it off. And then she runs into the room out of breath, barges into it and sees Richard on a call. And is like, there's no one here. And then Richard is like, what's going on? And then she tells Richard, I can't do this anymore. Like right now you're not fucking anyone, but you have and you will again. And I can't spend my life wondering when. I like the choice of words that we use when she said this. She's not saying, like, maybe you will, maybe. She's, like, definitively saying you have fucked someone else before. You will (laughs) fuck somebody else again. And I'm not going to wonder when. So the funny part, of course, she has to have the humor. She ends it by saying, I thought I could hand it all. After all, I'm 37. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh, too. I was like, no, bitch, really? (laughs) But yeah, I think we've spoken about it before that if you're gonna take back a cheating man, just reconcile yourself, re- reconcile your mind with the fact that he most likely is gonna do it again. You either live with it or you don't, because what you're doing is just painful for you, painful for him. No one's gonna win. You just gotta bounce. Yeah, like should never have taken it back ever, <laughs> especially most, not the kind of woman she is. So most people that leave people that cheat on them they're not leaving because they stop loving the person you don't turn it off and on yep. it's just that you can't live with that distrust exactly. it weighs heavy yep. you're just adding years to your life sitting there wondering when who what so and look at you running around atlantic city out of character not like the bad bitch you are but i would say i was really pissed that she left the jewelry i'm like why would you do that but you know <laughs> Take it with you unless he asks. And he's not going to ask because he still low-key feels guilty. This is what you've earned. Take it and balance. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> You're right. But maybe she didn't want to feel like she was bought or something. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you <laughs> have your face in another woman's pussy. What, this is what I've earned. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. It's the same way Carrie didn't want to accept the chip. I don't know. There's women and their morals, I guess. Uh, very weird. I'll so, come back to the tip, but yeah, please go on ahead. <laughs> so Richard said he told her that he was going to do his best never to hurt her, and he meant it. Samantha says, that's right, you said your best. He tells her he loves her, and she says, I love you too, but I love myself more. And then she takes up the ring that um he got her. So Samantha is walking out questioning her decision. When that maid that looks like a porn maid Terry walks by her and presumably headed to Richard. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to do with that, but Charlotte and Carrie are walking by uh, the casino when two guys offer them drinks, but Carrie asks to speak to her alone. She tells um, Charlotte that she didn't leave Manhattan to have a double date and she'd rather have a real conversation with her. And 
as they're talking, the men walk away and Carrie's like, see, problem solved. The next morning, Charlotte is still upset about it. And then Carrie asks her why she's upset. They're taking like a tour around like the boardwalk and stuff. And Carrie's like, what are the odds that we hit it off? Like, why can't we just skip the drama and enjoy each other's company? Like dating is just like a hassle. And Charlotte says she wants all the drama in addition to her friends because that's life. Like, oh, Charlotte. And Carrie just agreed with her. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I think most people will agree with it. I don't know. Carrie is doing defense mechanism doing the either or. Like, you can only have your friends or anything. But, I mean, every day we see people, you know, move into different phases of their lives and still kind of keep different elements there. So Carrie um, says she shouldn't bank on that happening. And then she tells her, like, she's going to get off to go get some saltwater taffy. So as she walks away and got the saltwater and was eating it, she realized that she wasn't banking on her friends. She was hiding behind them. Uh She overhears a conversation between an older black couple behind her who just seemed very comfortable with each other. And you could just see that the love and affection was there. And she says, but then again, there are some things that are worth gambling on. So they're back into the casino. Carrie has a thought that you have to place a bet to hit the jackpot. She places her chip and she loses everything. I'm so glad they made that choice. I thought that was the choice of her winning. Mm -hmm. But life doesn't work that way. She was so like, I'm so cute. I had a teachable moment. I'm going to play this and something. But she played big and she lost big like sometimes it's life it's not even realistically in real life she was gonna lose do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah it's such a risky thing like the like the odds of her winning were not high but that's what i'm saying this is where carrie you've literally just been given a thousand dollars i don't want to hear pim about her struggling (laughs) for rent or anything in coming episodes how about you pay use that thousand dollars to pay back your friend Whose birthday it is that you owe her thirty grand? How about that? <laughs> the Literally, that's what I was thinking of. I'm like, you're not even gonna spend it on the birthday girl, even if it's not as repayment for the loan. Buy her something. Like I just could. If someone randomly gave me a thousand dollars, first of all, I'm not protesting. Not in that scenario. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. at least I would even like, even if you're gonna quote unquote waste money. At least you guys go all out, you know? Everyone gets this. Let's just go have fun. Let's drink whatever, eat your birthday. Let's really go out. Or give it to your friend who you owe $30,000 to. I don't know. The this fact that they never went back to that storyline is also hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you should be paying for all of her brunches, dinner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I thought of, Tane. I'm not even going to lie to you, that you owe someone $30,000. And they're here blowing it on roulette. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> they all go back into the bus as they're headed back home. And, well, look at life. One minute you're in a private jet, next minute you're in a bus. And they decide that they're going to play the old maid card. And then Carrie brings out her disposable camera and asks someone to take their picture. And I just felt really happy that they got to get their picture together. And it was just a genuine moment where they were all present and they were all happy. And I also wondered, God damn, we used to take pictures and not know what it looked like. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. It was really cute. And that's how the episode ended. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I, I, I did enjoy it. I did. 
obviously there were some things that annoyed me but overall <laughs> it was good I was so sorry to come back what was going on with the makeup um, I know I know they were going for Jersey Tacky but that blue eyeshadow was killing me on Carrie killing me I was like what is this honey what is oh. it I don't think I noticed. So. Oh really? Oh, it was so especially when she was looking at that black couple when she was in yeah. a taffy, and I was like, oh lord, <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? But yeah, I enjoyed it too. Okay. Did you have anything else to add? No, ma'am. Okay, can you please tell the people where they can find us? Yes, you can find us at the Rewatch Times Two T H E R E W A T C H x2 that's our handle on twitter our handle on instagram and if you want to send us an email just add at gmail.com to that and once again we thank you guys for listening we please 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 ask you to give us a five star rating wherever you listen to podcasts we'd greatly appreciate it thank you for joining us again and we hope to see you next time bye bye